previously on the Felon to Freeman podcast. Hey, this is Anthony Payton. And this is Anthony Harris. This podcast starts at the Felon and Freeman launch party with Anthony Harris. I was born in 1982 to a single mother who was addicted to crack cocaine. When I was five years old, my mother lost custody of me and my siblings. My younger brother and sister moved with our aunt in New York. My older brother and I went to live with an uncle. This moment turned my already bad dreams into hellish nightmares. For the next three and a half years, I was physically, sexually, and emotionally abused by the man who was supposed to love and protect me. Sometimes the hurt and pain still feels fresh. I can still remember one day in particular when I came home from school and my uncle attacked me, threw me against the wall and left me naked and crying in the bathtub. As I grew older, that hurt and pain morphed into bitterness, anger and rage. I cried and I prayed for a way out. By the grace of God, my mother overcame her addiction to drugs and we all moved back home. Unfortunately, the damage had already been done. My mother worked extremely long hours at whatever odd job she could obtain. Since my mom wasn't home and there was no other adult figures in our lives, I let my anger and rage out on anyone and everyone. By the age of 13, my reputation for anger and violence was recognized by the Crips in my neighborhood, and I was quickly recruited. Before joining the Crips organization, I always felt lonely, unwanted, and unloved. Suddenly, the toughest gang members in my community were embracing me. They fed me, clothed me, gave me money and a purpose. Honestly, this was the first time in my life that I actually felt loved. Whether you believe it was genuine or not, it doesn't matter. For the first time in my life, I felt it. And for that love, I was willing to do anything and everything to never lose it. The Crips taught me how to sell drugs and how to rob drug dealers. So that's what I did. I'm not proud of the things I did. Things I did from lack of knowledge of knowing any other way. Years passed and naturally all bad things come to an end. So I was caught, convicted of burglary and sentenced to five years in prison. I knew that I wanted more out of life than the places and people who always seemed to surround me. I wanted to get out, but I didn't see any options for myself. So while I was incarcerated, I read every book I could get my hands on. I studied martial arts. I formulated a plan to own my own company and become successful when I was released. I even got my small business certificate while still in prison. I was released and filled with joy and hope. Then my optimistic plan met post-incarceration reality. Every window of opportunity was locked and every door was slammed in my face. Sooner or later, every job interviewer asks, do you have any prior felonies? And I can just see the look in their eyes as they mentally threw my application in the trash. The bills kept coming though, and the pressure was mounting. I felt as if my only chance to survive was to start selling drugs again. So that's what I did. I lied to myself saying, I'm only selling to rich people, so I'm not doing any harm. I'm not gonna lie to you, it worked. I sold a lot of drugs. I dressed as a homeless man for a few different reasons. First, police wasn't looking to arrest any homeless men. Second, gold digging women weren't after any homeless men. And third, stick up kids weren't looking to rob any homeless men. So during the day I put in my work in the city 
Then I would change my clothes and drive to my three-story lake house with my own private beach, where I had jet skis, a pontoon party boat, and a hard drop top Mercedes Benz. In my mind, I thought I had everything, but the hole in my heart made sure that I had nothing. I would cry as I kayaked around the perimeter of Lake Horace, asking God, why do I feel so empty? I thought when I obtained all these things that I would finally be happy. I wasn't. Deep in my heart, I knew there's no way that God can bless me when I'm destroying so many lives to obtain riches. So I began asking God to help me as we gain. But allow me to sustain all the things I have obtained throughout the years while in it. <laughs> Laughable, I know, but it's what I asked for. Sometimes God doesn't give you what you ask for. He gives you what you need. I was soon blessed with my beautiful queen, Shaquanda Allen. She saved my life. She helped me take ownership of my past and my present life. My queen helped me find my life. And for the first time ever, I loved myself. I became her partner in life and manager of our company, Roots Natural Hair Shop. The fight for righteous prosperity has been long and hard, but the rewards are endless. Because of our hard work and perseverance, in 2020, my queen was named Young Entrepreneur of the Year by Stay Work Play of Manchester, New Hampshire. I met my fellow in the Freeman co-founder, Marquise Olison, while I was covering the 2020 presidential election during the New Hampshire's primaries as a reporter for the Google News Initiative and Stringer Media. I voted for the first time in nearly 20 years. I've joined the board of the New Hampshire ACLU and I'm part of the BIPOC committee of New Hampshire. I'm also the decarceration organizer for American Friends Service Committee. I'm running for state representative of District 11, Ward 4 in Manchester, New Hampshire. And I'm now running for secretary for New Hampshire's Young Democrats. It's just an organization. It's my life's mission. I've done the work molding my handcuffs and the cufflinks. I know all the four steps on the path. I know what it's like to struggle. And more importantly, I know how to succeed, how to get over it, get through it, move forward and elevate. I'm now focused on taking others on that journey with me. Thank you so much for listening to my story. And now, Episode 2 of the Felon to Freeman Podcast. Welcome to Felon to Freeman. We help men and women walk the path from prison to prosperity. Anthony Harris and Tom Payton bring you interviews, stories of redemption, moments of inspiration, and helpful tips to mold those handcuffs into cufflinks. And this is where we hear part two of our stories of redemption, where the audience begins to chime in and gives their response and reaction to what they've just heard. All right. I'm going to unmute everybody for a second so that folks can give any quick reactions that they have to, to breathe, to share. If you want to type it in the chat or to give a round of applause for everybody that shared their stories. Yes. We we'll greatly appreciate Woo! that. 
Well done, y'all. Is Anthony still here? Is Anthony still on? Anthony is still here. Hello, honey. Here. This is his mother. I'm so proud of you, honey. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much, and mommy. I love you. You should be. I you love you too, be, young baby. Lady. I love you too, baby. Amazing. Yes, he is. I told him God always had his truth, but he had to step in it. And he stepped in it. He took a big step in it. I love you too, baby. Keep going, keep going. I, I had to watch it. I told y'all go watch it. <laughs> oh, I love you so much, mommy. Thank you so much. I love you too, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Proud of all y'all young men. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Yes, sir. All you brothers ought to be very proud of yourself. All of you brothers should be very proud of yourself. God bless yes. you. Yes. Anthony described what it was like to hear his mother's voice at True Stories of Redemption. Yeah, that was crazy. She caught me off guard with that. Yeah, that was powerful, man. What, what was that best. like? Like, to go through that again, what was that like? Uh, that was crazy for me. That was, uh, and so unexpected. I didn't even really expect her to come on and listen to it. Uh, but yeah, she did that and just felt, actually, I really felt like relief, you know, uh, and you, you know, prior to it, I was like, if she goes on, you do not let her speak. <laughs> and, uh, and so I was like, prior to it, it was like a tension, like a, like a fear that she may try to ruin this for me. And to hear the truth and my truth and had to bring her back and for her to have to put these shoes in her face and actually face them and then to get on in front of all of the people and, and, and uh, uh, confirm the truth and hold that into herself and still say she love and support me and she's with it like uh like that was everything like that 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 actually i never knew it and and that made i mean yeah it was for the people but that made it like all worth it for me it like released this bondage that i pretty much put myself in you know, fear, false evidence appearing real, fear as an acronym, you know, and felt like, yeah, she'll never forgive it. She won't understand it. You tell yourself a million and one things and to get it, to get it confirmed and uh, uh, what the truth is and, and to realize she, she accepts it and, and loves it and supports it. Uh, man, that was big. That was big for me. Um, and I can't really describe the actual feeling. Like, I hope no one has to actually go through what I went through to even get this feeling. But if anyone is going through a problem and is weighing on their hearts, I just pray they're able to get the clarification that I got to let that go. 
what has your relationship with your mom been like since that night? Oh, actually, it's been gorgeous. Um, now we're speaking to each other from a level of understanding. Um, the, that that weight's been lifted off, so now she talks to me about anything. Um, she actually, it's like she wants she wants me to know she's telling the truth about everything, and and you know, I mean, it's a good feeling. Um, and and it's it's like uh it's, it's she's called just because now oh just thinking and saying hi you know you know it's like you can't get back time once it's gone but you can start uh doing what's right as long as you still have breath to do it and i just feel like she's happy that she sees that i don't hold it against her and 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 all is forgiven and i'm willing to move forward with it so that makes me happy you know um just feel feel like uh we're in the next stage of our as we're in the next stage of our lives uh our relationship has enhanced to where we're growing closer versus growing apart after anthony's initial surprise with his mother true stories of redemption would prove to have several surprise celebrations uh let's see pam fleischer my sister-in-law chip's wife it's her birthday tonight and she wanted us as a family to listen to this um tonight so i just wanted to acknowledge so we are here honoring amy's birthday and oh my god okay so so i wanted to speak i'm in kansas city as i mentioned in the chat on the elections i became involved in kansas city with an organization that was focusing on the four poorest zip codes in Kansas City, Missouri, mm -hmm. because the research had been shown that your zip code where you're born is the most predetermined thing of any other factor in your life. And that just really called to my heart. So I, I spent the day driving people to the polls that day. And it was amazing, very, not even a mile from where I lived. It was a different experience of taking these people to the polls than what I was privileged to have being a, a middle-class white woman. So the reason I'm bringing this up is that I would love to introduce you to the organization that I've become affiliated with in Kansas City because I would love to see before people are incarcerated, <laughs> Let's speak to the neighborhoods where the, there's not the public transportation, there's the food wastelands, there's all those things we're hearing again in the media. I am old enough to have lived through the civil rights movements. I was in grade school when it happened in the 60s and 70s. And I, I, cannot, I am so upset that we have not progressed significantly past that first experience and that there's another generation, another generation that's having an experience just because of the color of the skin. So I just would like to um, offer that I would love to connect you with this organization. I, I want us to leverage each other and not do work that's already being done in other communities. So we can learn together, right?
you so much. We definitely appreciate your love and your support. And happy birthday, Amy. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Anthony. <laughs> God give you a black happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday, Amy. We love you. Thank you so much for all your love and support. We so appreciate you. Oh, that totally made my night. Thank you. And Nicole Knight. Uh, please let me know if there is any new legislation I can put in for New Hampshire next year. Yes, because you uh, you sponsored that bill. Wait, I'll let uh, Anthony tell us more about it because he knows it more intimately. Uh, thank you so much, Nicole. We love you. Uh, Nicole Klein-Knight is a state representative for District 11 Ward 4 in Manchester, New Hampshire. And um, she's, she's one who uh, helped us uh, previously incarcerated individuals uh, get their voting rights back. Um, and she's doing, she, she ran that bill and, and um, drew it up and she kept pushing for it, got her constituents to support it. And it is now, um, we are able, as soon as you get, um, as soon as you come out of jail or prison or from wherever you were incarcerated, your, your voting rights are automatically um, restored to you. You don't have to go in nowhere to get there. So thank you to State Representative Nicole Klein-Knight. We love you, we thank you, and we appreciate you so much. I love you too. Representative Knight, um, that was a beautiful painting of Breonna Taylor. Um, it, was, it was like this highlight of Anthony when he showed it to me, it was like, it was beautiful and it was so kind. I'm happy it found a good home. Other than I had it as my backdrop just to piss off all the Republicans in my committee. There you go, Joseph, you're on. Hello, hello everyone. I like to first say, man, each and every one of you guys are amazing. You are all amazing. And this <laughs> walk is a walk that is necessary. Understand, it's a necessary walk because generations are coming behind us. We've all been through so much in our lives and, and have trials and tribulations, but we have to turn those trials and tribulations into triumphs. And I encourage each and every one of y'all, and I am so honored and grateful to be part of this journey because it's a journey of a path that I walk parallel to you and now join it, okay? It, it much success to each and every one of you. It's it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a pleasurable journey, you guys. Man, buckle up, put on your seatbelts, because it's gonna be a really good ride. It's gonna be a really good ride. I'm I'm very excited for each and every one of you, man. Keep being successful. Keep pushing forward. Push forward at all times, because this is what it's about. All right, we gotta educate. Educated, reach one, you'll teach one. Let's do it. Here we grow. So we appreciate your words of encouragement and your kind words. You know, we appreciate you. And, and, and we're going to be doing some work together. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. Listen, the greatest gift God could give any man is patience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so how we get our patience, we have to amplify our anticipation. That's, that's the remedy to gain your patience.
There's anticipation and courage, patience. Such powerful words, Joseph. Such Be powerful better. words. And we are at uh, one. We're at fourteen eighty-five. Thank you guys so much. Fourteen people have donated. Uh, and oh my God, you guys are just thank you guys so much for supporting this work. I just like to say uh, thank you to everybody uh, that registered, came, and um, took their time out. You know, when when uh, you could be doing anything else um, in this world, but you you decided to come here and, and listen to our stories and support us and support Felina Freeman and the mission and the mission that we have. And I just want to thank everybody and, and, and let you know that, that if anybody didn't tell you, I'll be the first to tell you that, that you are loved, you are needed, you are wanted, and you were created for a magnificent purpose on this earth. And you have all the love and support from us here at Felony Freeman. It doesn't matter even if you don't have a felony. But yet, it's rough. You can still give us a call. We're not gonna discriminate because you haven't been through the prison system. So we just, we just, I just want to thank, thank all of you for coming and and have a very beautiful, beautiful weekend. And God bless you all. Okay. Okay. Then I have to then say. That I, that I will match that. that. I will give seven hundred and fifty dollars, and that's from Chip and Amy Fleischer. Wow! Uh, I'm here because wow. Amy told me about you, Tony, and I was so inspired. It's her birthday today, as you know, and um, I'm on here. I'm late. I'm sorry, but you so inspired me that I'm going to give that amount of money because that's what she gave me a year ago when I wasn't working in COVID. And I wanna give that money to you guys. So that guy can match the 500, because I'm gonna go to 750. Wow, thank you. So I haven't done that yet. That's why I wanted the link, but this is for Chip and Amy. I love Chip and Amy Fleischer. So you just tell Amy, because she's the one that put me on to you guys, so. Wow, thank you. Amy, thank you. Amy, Amy, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank thank you. you again. <laughs> yeah, I just want to congratulate my family today in this organization. I was there when it was idea and how much hard they work on that. I saw Anthony staying 16 to 17 hours per day just to make it real. Antonio said, like, sometimes you need just one person to believe in you to change your life. Marquise and Antony, they helped me a lot in dark places. I lost my father in the last three months, and they are the person who's keep pushing me. He, his word, his favorite word says, you are a phenomenal man. You can do it. You will do it. Just believe in the process to be a successful man. Yo. Sometimes you just need some person or someone just to believe in you. And Anthony and Marquise was there for me. So please let us be there for the other people to make them successful in their life. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Khaled. Thank you, Khaled. It really is amazing. I mean, 
if you would have told me uh, four years ago that I would be thinking of being a politician, I would be running for state representative, that I would be a decarceration organizer for AFSE, uh, that I would be the co-founder of Felon the Freeman, I mean, I would have definitely called you a liar. <laughs> and um, I just, I, I, I've never thought that I can obtain these heights, you know, and and um, as my brother, Mar uh, I mean, Antonio always said, you know, uh, and Marquise, you know, it only takes one person to believe in you, you know, and I found uh, uh, four brothers that believe in me to the fullest. And by them believing in me, allowed it, it gave me the courage, you know, and my queen believing in me, it gave me the courage to be vulnerable, to put my story out there, you know, and and by doing so, it just surrounded me with, with love and support. And I see, I found like-hearted and like-minded people so that, that, that are willing to show others this same exact path, how to, how to go from prison to prosperity. It's word, it's a phrase that's easy, it's easy to say it, but, but it's rarely often shown and taught. So we feel like uh, this was a definite need. And so we put it together. We put in a lot of hard work to bring this together. And we just thank you so much for coming and supporting and showing so much love you know, to, and it's just confirmation to us that we are on the right path, that, that this is needed and we can change lives. And, and we just thank you for your love and support and all of your positive comments. We love y'all so much already. And, and we're just looking so forward to, to building this up and, and, and presenting it to the world, starting in New Hampshire and soon we'll be around the United States. Yes. Oh my God. Definitely. Oh my God. We just reached $2,555. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Natasha Johnson. Thank you, Kincaid. Thank you, Ernest Fleischer. Thank you, Anonymous. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Charles Novak. Chuck, thank you so many ways. Dave Rosowski, oh my God, thank you. I love you. Dave Rosowski is one of the most talented, hilarious, most amazing men you will ever meet in your life. Go watch his TED Talk. Tanya Bishop, thank you so much. John Gregory Davis, thank you so much. Tillman Gruber, oh my God, thank you so much. Miss Candy Lewis, I love you. Thank you. Virginia Brack, thank you so much. Anonymous, thank you. Anonymous, thank you. Shakira Morehouse, thank you so much. Carol Robodeau, thank you. Mr. Perry Brown, super thank you. Margaret Fogarty, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. One day after his big night debuting Felon the Freeman, Anthony's past came back to taunt him. Okay. Yes, the day after. Mm -hmm. My day after, you wanna hear it now? Yeah. So I'm recording. So we're okay. we're on, I mean, we're we're on cloud 25. 
everybody were were the the all of the nerves is gone and the show the show is over in a sense but not over people are calling um we're seeing well i mean we're getting instant blessings and and i'm feeling like this is it you know and uh so uh i couldn't sleep i mean i couldn't sleep stayed up to like four or five in the morning finally fell asleep wake up the next day feeling the same way if not even better so uh i'm in the room i'm doing my thing i'm on the computer i'm answering emails and my queen has this client so i hear i hear um a dude's voice and i go in there and it's a guy from my past well it's a guy from my past's son and and um he put a different name to sneak into the calendar so um i let it go i let it ride and then the next thing you know i guess he has a, a crush on my queen he starts questioning what do i do and how my queen i'm using my queen i don't do nothing i ain't been doing nothing he knows who i am and all of this crazy calling me all kind of p-u-s-s you know what i mean i'm a b i'm a this in my own house first reaction you know run on take his head off and stopped and think and thought like i I had just, not even a week ago, just finished telling everybody this, that we have to beware because now that all of these beautiful things are happening, they're positive, we're switching over. Trust me, Satan hates it and he's going to try. You will have a test. It is coming, know that. So stay consciously aware in all your moments, because it's going to come. I just didn't know it was going to come as fast, and I didn't know it was going to come to me first. <laughs> and um, so I'm standing there, and I even told my queen, I said, you know what? Finish his hair. No styles today. I'll twist him up nice and lovely. Get him under the dryer. Not allowed back. So he calls his dad. He studied talking. He finally shut up when I told him I was going to kick him out. I was gonna kick him out without finish his hair. And now he calling his dad, he's talk, telling his dad, he's lying to him to tell him I'm talking all this nonsense, which I wasn't. So his dad comes, I go downstairs, I purposely put on flip flops, t-shirt and some Jersey shorts. And everyone knows if I was coming to fight, I will be coming down with my shoes, laced up tight and so now I'm trying to talk to his dad. I say trying purposely because he wasn't trying to hear me. He's, you know, it's like they had an agenda. So I could see when he really wanted to swing and I'm like, yo, I'm telling him, don't do it. He's like, oh, do what you threaten. I'm like, yo, listen, you know who I am, dude. Like tell your son the truth about how you met me. I don't know what you told him or who you told him I was. Just tell him the truth, you know? Now his son, he's screaming in my face. Give him the hand. Yo, listen, man, talk to your son. You know, in the end, he just kept walking away. It's like he'll turn around like he wanted to do something. 
And I'll just keep smiling at them like, yo, listen, man, this is what's wrong with us. We need to be communicating as blacks. You know what I mean? It was good. Like, you know who I am. Tell him, yo, tell him the truth and let's move. You're going to let your son do this. And then his mom comes out. Uh, his mom gets out. She starts talking. And we all know how protective we are of our moms in the inner city. So I don't care that your mom was wrong. I just don't say nothing to her. I don't even acknowledge her. I just go right back to the dad. Like, yeah, listen. And in the end, he made a whole bunch of threats. And then he jumped in his car and he drove off. Son jumped in his truck and he drove off. And I call that a huge win. Why? Because if this was five years ago, that would have went totally different. And I know for a fact, as soon as he called me out my name, I'm I'm trying to do all the damage I can to show you don't disrespect me, because this is what I was taught. This is how you how you gain this how you gain respect when someone disrespect you, you know, shed blood, violence. I would have waited for his dad, except I would have been out there in the same outfit. The only difference is I would have sneakers on that was laced up, ready to do him the same way. And as I made a promise to myself to love myself better, to God that I was going to be better and do better, and I actually started doing it, this was my test to see if I was ready for the next level. And that's why God allowed it to happen. Because if I would have did anything other than what I did, besides humbling myself and letting them call me out my name and do all, allowing that to happen by humbling myself, God exalted me. Because if I would have did anything other than that, police called, this called, Felna Freeman is a joke. The co-founder, oh, look, I thought he was different. No matter what I said, it would have crumbled our reputation. It would have crumbled me. It would have showed that I truly wasn't ready to go to the next level. I truly wasn't ready to be confronted with life because I hadn't got over some things yet. And in me being able to humble myself and say, you know what? What I'm doing is bigger than what you're saying. It's bigger than me because I have people who looking at me like, if he can do it, I can do it. But if I don't do it, then guess what they're going to say? Well, if he didn't do it, how am I supposed to do it? He was with, he was with senators and this and that. I don't know none of them people. So if he was with all these people and he couldn't do it, what make me think I could do it? And I would be the discouragement of a whole group of people who, uh, who knows how many people, you know? And, and I made a promise. So in not doing that, I just prove that Felina Freeman is the truth. You can go, whatever your plans was, you can go and tell him, yeah, yo, when I came there, he froze up. He was scared. You could tell him whatever you want to tell him. But in doing so, you're just proving my point because they're going to say, who? what? You call him that? And he ain't do nothing? You know what? Huh, he must be right. He said, don't call him no boy. His name is Anthony. <laughs> 
So, and, and, and I feel like that is the power in Felon the Freeman. That's what I could bring to the table is because I truly did change. That situation, I had no control over it. I wasn't asking for it at all. <laughs> Deirdre wasn't expecting it, but it came to me. And as it came to me, before everything else, it proved to me that I was ready. Because you always have that inkling of a doubt in the back of your head, like, whew, I don't want to be the cause of my own demise. You know, if something in my past, and I know these see me, they gonna, ain't going to care about no change, no nothing. You know, how do I handle that? You know? And it's like, now I'm in a position where I've never been in before where everybody's loving me in spite of what they see in my past. And I don't want to mess that up. Not for me, not for anybody else. And that came to me and it's helped to show me the things that I'm saying. And when I'm coming to these people saying you could change and it could change and you can love yourself, that situation proved to me that I'm not foolish. I'm the truth. I can do it. And if I could do it, then I'm righteous in believing that I can help somebody else do it. Later, Tone remembers a connection that sparks another vision. And I got to do it with a drone, too. It's like a random little factoid. but the dude got, Yeah. You got the video on it? He, he got the camera on it? I believe, yeah. Like, because the drone is, like, perfect. Because drones automatically come with stabilizers in their video, so it don't be jumpy and choppy. Yeah, so as I'm walking, and when we, we all telling our story, right? Mm -hmm. You, like, say, I'm walking. I'm walking by the first spot um, where I for my first trap house, mm -hmm. right? And, and I'm like, yeah, this is why I was trapping, bop, bop, bop. And say what brought my mind state there, dot, dot, dot. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then just keep walking down the street. You know what I mean? And then cut it there. You doing the same thing for whatever trap you was out here. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and Antonio doing the same thing. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, now we go, now we go to us meeting each other, coming into Felon the Freeman. Mm -hmm. Now we walking with suits on and a tie, handcuffs and cufflinks. Yeah. As we walking down these same streets and then it like fades into the memory of that. You know, it fades out. You know how you walk in and you have a memory and you mm -hmm. put it on camera? Fade that out into what we doing right now. Felon the Freeman and officers talking to this. Me sitting in front of a podium talking to the people at State Rep. And that nice. could be just like a, a ill fellow in a Freeman video. Nice. Yeah, I like that. So I got eight minutes. I have to get um I have to get to the house uh and work with uh AFSC. Yeah, they got me on my Twitter game now. I never been on Twitter a day in my life. Now this is where every that's where all of them are on. Everyone's on Twitter. I just got a tweet from Crystal Paradise uh, from Local Local First. Um, she works with the New Hampshire Women's Foundation. And um, she wants me to join a call tomorrow 
uh, for New England partners participating in a clemency tour that the National Council for Incarcerated and Formerly Incarcerated Women and Girls are organizing. The tour in the U.S. and starting in New England this summer, amplifying stories of women to advocate for clemency for. I thought that with your new role in your advocacy, your advocacy in general, you might be interested or no woman who will be interested in joining this call and or offering connections to the council to reach out to. Let me know your preferred email address and I'll send you the details. Yep. That's how we get the Fallon of Freeman's ladies program. Yep. <laughs> and then, so just to tell you, so, uh, had a guy write me um, from prison um, to AFSC. And now um, I read over what's going on with his case. And he has a beautiful case. I just got some, some easy research to do. How many people actually got their sentence reduced with RSA 621-20, um, I mean, dot 20. Um, how many people already in the state of New Hampshire from 2018 till now has gotten a sentence reduced and see if I can see uh, if they'll distinguish the races. Um, because he qualified, if there was anybody that qualifies, he's like pretty much like uh, like uh, the, the, the one that they wrote this law for. I mean, he's, he, he more than um, accomplished everything to get a sentence reduced and they won't do it. So, uh, yeah, so I, I'm in charge of setting up a program of what we could do for him. So I'm, I'm happy and enjoying that. Oh, and when I get home, I'm going to send y'all the link. Tonight, 6 o'clock, please log on to the link. Uh, we got the place. They gave us the lease. We all set. We just need them to say yes tonight at 6 o'clock. Um, the city, we're just the city to give us a change of use that we can um, switch it from an office building to a natural hair shop. But we have it. It's already in the bag. Now we're focusing on the city thing. So that is tonight at six o'clock. I will be sending you out a link. Hold on. So tonight at six o'clock is a meeting in New Hampshire. Yep. But I'm going to send you the link where you can. It's a uh, virtual Okay, and this is so that Roots can get a city permit, a change of use so that Roots can actually set down Roots in town. Yeah, and it's huge, brand new. It's, you know, it's, it's like everything that my queen ever wanted in a place, literally. The Young Entrepreneur of the Year. Yes. Ms. Shaquanda yes. Allen. Yes. This week, we lived with Anthony. We saw the highs of him launching his own organization, the sharing of his story, the winning of his mother's pride, love, and approval. We heard him, how he dealt with the very next day where his joys and principles were immediately challenged. We saw the inspiration come through him as he lived through a situation many have been sent back for. We now see him balancing the responsibilities of having a job with AFSC, with growing 
his organization fell into Freeman, along with the challenges of rallying the community to support him and his queen's shop, Roots Natural Hair Shop. We must be sure now to provide him with the mentorship that he needs to navigate these difficult situations, the support from the community, from his friends and his family, in order to meet the challenges of today and tomorrow. We must provide him with great learnings, books, and videos that will give him the knowledge to keep growing in his vision and to be able to implement the growth of Felon to Freeman and to help so many others on their journey. We must help him realize the power of the community and our ability to stand up and be counted. Yo, it's Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 1930. <laughs> he say, I call as witness today the heavens and the earth that I lay blessings and curses, <laughs> life and death. Choose life. Wow. wow. That's, a, yep. that's a verse in the Bible. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every day, yo. So as long as we continue to choose life, he gonna continue to allow us to come up out of that and make it something powerful that we can teach. And now you don't got it. When it comes happen to you, you know how to get over that. Yep. And I love life. Yo, I swear. On the next episode of Felon to Freeman. First, I, I, I need to say thank you to Chris, Don, Shantae, Chuck, and Carol. Um, as well as Terrell, Tavon, and my daughter, Amelia. Um, they keep me honest, they keep me on track. But hello, my name is Anthony Payton. I was born to a two-parent household in the projects of Brooklyn, New York. So I consider myself an anomaly. Both of my parents worked and I was fortunate to have inherited their work ethic. We had food in the fridge, clothes on our backs, family cars and toys for Christmas. I was a fat, shy and happy kid who loved to laugh. However, even with all of their parenting, Sometimes it was hard to escape the chaos that was right outside of our doors. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to hit those like, subscribe, and share buttons to keep the freedom train rolling.